Hare Krishna. Greetings and blessings to all of you who have come together in Wuj uh, to celebrate the occasion of Yasa Puja. I'm speaking this as a recording with apologies for not being personally present with you and not able to uh, speak live uh, with you on Skype because uh, on the day that you are meeting I will probably be in a rather re- remote place in southwest Rajasthan visiting a large uh, Goshala. Right now I'm in Mumbai and I'm walking on the beach uh, this is uh, looking out at the Arabian Sea. So what you hear, if you hear some whishing sound in the background, uh, that's, that's the ocean waves coming in. There are many people out. This is early morning and lots of <coughs> Mumbai cars, as they're called, Bombayites are out having having their mo- morning walks and their other sorts of exercise in groups of two or three or five, sometimes often alone. Uh, some are in groups doing exercises uh, and other sorts of things. <laughs> so... <clears throat> this, of course, is, I should mention, where, where Srila Prabhupada used to like to take mor- morning walks. And I recommend, uh, if you can listen to some of the morning walk conversations of Prabhupada here on the beach, some of them became especially noteworthy uh, conversations, especially with a certain Mr. Patel, or was it Dr. Patel? Uh, They had lively discussions, uh, arguments uh, over philosophy, impersonalism versus personalism and such. Uh, Prabhupada would sometimes be practically shouting at Mr. Patel. Uh, But they were friends. Although they had very different <laughs> perspectives. Uh, this Mr. P- Patel had a great appreciation of Prabhupada. Uh, and on this subject, I can say that there's a book coming out uh, just in a few weeks written by His Holiness Lokanath Swami called Bombay is My Office. Uh, this is telling uh, the mem- <coughs> memories of Srila Prabhupada in Bombay. Prabhupada spent really a, quite a lot of time here. Uh, he considered Bombay, as the title suggests, his office, as opposed to Mayapur, his home, uh, or was it Vrindavan, his home, and Mayapur, his place of worship. 
so it's very nice to remember Srila uh, Prabhupada in this particular location. The reason I am here is because I'm doing research uh, for the book which many, if not all of you have heard about. I'm writing about cows and I've been meeting uh, various persons who have been involved one way or another in uh, Go Seva. So I'm interviewing these people. I've also uh, visited some Goshalas and will be visiting more, as I mentioned, the one in um, Rajasthan in a few days. Uh, this afternoon I'll be visiting a small Goshala run by uh, one devotee, a private Goshala north of Bombay, of Mumbai. Um, so our subject, our occasion is Vyasa Puja and Vyasa Puja hopefully brings us to remember Guru uh, as representative of Vyasa and this connection of Guru and Srila Vyasadeva suggests other connections. Srila Prabhupada would sometimes use the word chain uh, to speak about the connection that we have with Srila Vyasadeva and through Srila Vyasadeva to Krishna, uh, the chain of disciplic succession. And so what we celebrate on this day is our connection in that chain. But I want to emphasize that it's, after all, Srila Vyasadeva whom we celebrate as the compiler of Vedic literature, technically speaking, uh, Vedic in, in the broader sense, inclusive sense of the epics of Vedanta Sutra, uh, of also he's credited with uh, the compilation of Srimad Bhagavatam. And so we celebrate the possibility and the activity of hearing from, of reading uh, all of this literature, which, of course, Srila Prabhupada has made available for us. Um, truth be told, I'm speaking for myself now, I don't feel that I read enough uh, of Srila Prabhupada's books, and I suspect uh, you might have a similar experience yourselves. So, uh, what to do? <laughs> well, uh, we can spend more time reading, we can find different ways of reading, but in, in general, I want to urge you to make an effort, and what this effort involves is just that, some effort not just for making time, but also for making friends with uh, especially the Bhagavatam. Uh, the Bhagavatam, incidentally, is 
described by Srila Jiva Goswami as uh, constituting not just one or two, but all three of the, t- the types of ways that Shastra is taught. He, he refers to Veda in general as being taught um, as by a master, Prabhu. Uh, and the Puranas are, are taught as by a friend, Mitra. Uh, and then poetry is, is taught by Priya, by someone who is dear, a beloved. So each of these three ways are found in the Srimad Bhagavatam. And to, to find these ways, to appreciate these ways of teaching, uh, we need to make some effort to open ourselves just as you develop a relationship with another person, involves exchange. So also we, we, we learn to, to read as a kind of exchange, not just a one-way, unidirectional practice. Our process is a process of yoga, of connection, bhakti yoga, the, the, the linking process of devotion. So, to be happy in spiritual life, we... We need to feel connection, connection with guru, connection with sadhus, and connection with shastra. Uh, And so this, of course, takes some practice. Uh, What I find is helpful to engage with shastra is to always be thinking, how can I explain, how could I uh, communicate something from what I read to others, uh, to put into my own words what I am reading. Sometimes we meet devotees out here. Uh, this is early morning. Uh, it's actually in the temple, which is just a few blocks from here, uh, is the morning program going on as I speak. It's Ten minutes to eight, and lecture uh, begins at uh, eight o'clock. I have given two or three lectures in the temple, but mainly I'm keeping, uh, shall we say, low profile to keep focused on my work. I'm, I was staying at the temple for a couple of weeks, and now I'm staying uh, with a very nice family. Uh, just a couple of blocks from the temple, a family of devotees who are uh, pampering me, taking very nice, very nice care in so many ways. Uh, so yes, yoga. And I think this brings us back to the subject of, uh, of chain. I, I've been thinking on this subject of connection using this imagery of 
of the chain because it's used by Srila Prabhupada in two ways. One is, as we've been discussing, uh, in relation to parampara. So we have the famous statement of Krishna in the Gita, evam parampara praptam imam rajarsayo vidu sakalene hamahata yoga brashta parantapa. Krishna is telling some history, so to speak, that he has given this teaching of yoga uh, in very ancient times, uh, and it has descended through parampara, and Srila Prabhupada uses the term chain, chain of disciplic succession. Then Krishna says, sa kalena, Iha. <clears throat> in course of time, uh, this great teaching, Mahata uh, of Yoga, Brashta, it became broken. The Parampara connection became broken. Uh, and then he continues to tell this story. That, that's the dark moment in the story. But then he says in the next verse, Sa evaya maya tedya yoga prokta puratana bhakto si me saka cheti rahasyam hi etad uttama. That same yoga, sa eva, that very yoga, uh, I'm now teaching to you, Arjuna. And why am I teaching you? Bhakta asi, you are a bhakta. And saka cha iti, because you are my friend. Rahasyam itam uttamam, I'm teaching you this, uh, this topmost secret rahasyam. Uh, and... And and so, Krishna is saying he's renewing hmm, the chain of disciplic succession. Now, the other way that Krishna, uh, that Srila Prabhupada uses chain, is in relation to karma. Uh, in one verse in the Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto One, Chapter Two. Uh, something like verse 20. I don't remember exact number. <laughs> uh, how does the verse go? Vidyate hridaya grantim chidyante sarvasang sangshaya kshiyante cha asya karmani drishta eva atmanishvare In this case, Prabhupada uses the word chain for karmani. Karmani is the plural of karma, action. Karmani, actions, the chain of actions and reactions. So the point is, if we're not connected to the chain of disciplic succession, then we're going to be continuing in the chain of actions and reactions. And what does that mean? That can only mean one thing. Trouble, 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 and more trouble. With occasional moments of relief, 
so that we are encouraged to continue with our karma of trouble, 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 and more trouble. So, of course, as devotees, we have um, received the great fortune to have at least some understanding of this uh, troublesome situation of karma, endless karma, uh, and thus we connect ourselves with the chain of the civic succession in order to disconnect, in order to unlink the chain of action and reaction. And so, as we proceed in our efforts of devotional service, uh, we, we like to celebrate sometimes that here we are, together we can engage in that process that cuts us off from uh, this endless suffering, and we can engage others uh, in the same process, and uh, despite all the troubles we meet in the, pro- in the course of uh, trying to engage in devotional service, we can feel some sense of victory. And that victory is what we want to celebrate. Also, of course, Vyasa Puja is an occasion of uh, feeling and expressing gratitude. And I want to take this opportunity to express my own gratitude to all of you for engaging me in devotional service, uh, helping me, uh, letting me do something uh, in service to my spiritual master, to Srila Prabhupada. And I hope and pray that I am helping you along uh, the path, along the straight and narrow path, or as we say in America, the yellow brick road uh, back home, back to Godhead. One of the 64 qualities of Krishna is that he is kritagnya, literally a knower of what has been done. Uh, So we can feel assured that whatever little service we do, Krishna appreciates it, and not only that, he remembers it. Uh, And not only does he remember for some time, but he remembers throughout eternity. Uh, An example is given of his remembering and appreciating and being grateful to Draupadi for her prayer to Krishna, uh, calling out, Hey Govinda, uh, when she found herself in a helpless Uh, condition, a dangerous and embarrassing condition. She threw up her arms, calling out for Krishna, who seemed to be absent, uh, but uh, made his appearance, according to uh, one of the Mahabharata traditions, uh, in the form of endless cloth (laughs) to keep herself covered and therefore respectable. Uh, Krishna is Kritagnya. He remembers this. He also remembers 
uh, our devotional chanting of the Mahamantra. Uh, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Uh, which we want to remember we are uh, communicating directly with the Lord. We're calling out, O Hari, O Hara, O Krishna, O Rama, please engage me in your service, your loving devotional service. Uh, so that chanting that we do is also appreciated by Krishna. Uh, it is, uh, if we do devotionally, it is savored, relished by Krishna. And when Krishna relishes our chanting, then that's when we can relish uh, our chanting. So let us all feel grateful. Uh, to to the Lord and his devotees. We are grateful to Guru. We are grateful also to the, the family of devotees, the immediate family, spiritual god-brothers, god-sisters, but also uh, god-uncles and god-aunts and also god-cousins. Uh, and maybe also God nephews and nieces. We have a we have a wonderful family. And let us also reflect on what are we about uh, in terms of where we have been and where we are going. Uh, it's it's always uh, a good thing on this occasion to think. Okay, uh, what's going to be my accomplishment in devotional service uh, over the next years over the next over the, over this the next 12 months uh, of course we take it one one day at a time but at the same time it's good to uh, look further ahead uh, we don't know how much time we have as I get older as the years seem to rush by more and more quickly. Uh, I become more and more, hopefully, more thoughtful about preparing for the time of departure. Uh, as one devotee put it, we don't know when our visa for this material world will expire. Uh, so let us focus. What are we doing where are we going? And as we go on our continuing pathway of spiritual life, let us see how can we help each other. Uh, let's stick together. Let's care for each other. Uh, this is so essential. Uh, it's not about I, me, and mine to go back to Godhead. It's about, uh, it's about Krishna and his devotees. And we are dasa, dasa, anudasa, uh, doing our bit, helping, helping everyone. Okay, I'm uh, gradually heading back to the place where I stay and...
again. I want to thank you all for your, your, your devotional service, your devotional spirit. And again, my apologies for not being with you, uh, either personally or um, by some other, some live medium of communication. Uh, I am, I would say, making nice progress on this book, and uh, I think it's going to be uh, a contribution in various ways to the subject of cow protection. I'm learning a lot. <laughs> it's actually quite a fascinating discussion or subject. So I'm going to be on this side of India uh, up to 15th of December, or 17th actually. And then I'm going over to Calcutta for taking part in a conference on Vaishnavism at Yadavpur University. Uh, then I head south to Tirupati for a few days for another conference, Vaishnav Christian Dialogue. I'll spend a few days in Chennai. There's some very nice uh, devotees there who I've come to come to know and they like to engage me in some home programs. Uh, then it's back up north. I'll be going to Mayapur and uh, around the third week of January in Mayapur I'll be giving a five-day seminar uh, on the subject of dialogical Vaishnavism for a group of devotees who are uh, involved in a special project there. And then... Oh, and then I go back down south. This, tri this trip in India is a real back-and-forth sort of thing. And uh, I'll be going down to Sri Rangam for a, s a festival that uh, Bhaktivik His Holiness Bhaktivikas Swami organizes. He has personally invited me to join him, so I haven't... Uh, I haven't seen Bhaktivedanta Swami for many years. Somehow we just never quite meet in the same place at the same time. So I thought, let me go and take part in that. And then, whoa, and then I'll be heading to Vrindavan for the first two weeks of February, I've, uh, this is also for the research on cows, go, Goshalas, Goseva. Uh, I've just sorted out where I will be staying in Rindavan. Uh, our good friend Rajvi Hari Prabhu has a very nice house there, and he's kindly letting me stay for that time. And then, uh, February 15th, I'm flying... Whoa! This 
this road has a lot of traffic. Uh, I'll be flying to Hong Kong and gradually from Hong Kong I will be going to to mainland China and at the end of March according to my plan Krishna, let's see what is Krishna's plan I'll be coming back to Europe meanwhile we're all sort of waiting to see what sort of decision is going to come uh, from the officials of the Polish government regarding my possible residence residency in Poland uh, so uh, well we're hoping for the best but Prabhupada said expect the worst so <laughs> let us see what happens with that maybe in the worst case scenario which might end up not being so bad I'll just have to come and spend a longer time in Poland in order to secure residency. Anyway. Okay, now you've uh, you've been hearing from me and you've also been hearing something of of life in Juhu Beach, uh, which is sort of north Bombay. So I will sign off here and wish you all all the best. And I will say, Srila Prabhupada ki jai, Anantakoti Vaishnavarinda ki jai, Shishi Gornitai ki jai, Shishi Jagannath Subhadra Baladeva ki jai, Shishi Radha Rasabihari ki jai. These are the deities here in Juhu Temple. And Gor Premanande Hari Hari Bhav Bancha Kalpatrubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhya Evacha Patitanam Papanevyo Vaishnavevyo Namo Namaha Hare Krishna